Alright, hi and welcome to the Dollar Film Critics. I'm Tim. And I'm Amanda. And uh, today's movie is The Great Gatsby. Yes, the new one that just came out in May. Yes, the 2013 Great Gatsby. Not to be confused with all the other Great Gatsby movies. Like the ones in black and white. Yeah, that didn't have Leonardo DiCaprio in them. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) so this Great Gatsby... Um, was written and directed by uh, Baz Luhrmann. Uh, who we later learned also uh, directed Romeo and Juliet. The one with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Yes. <laughs> uh, and Moulin Rouge. Uh, so that's the kind of movie this was. So be prepared. Yes. Uh, so uh, what do we got for, for the basics for this movie? The lineup is, well, Leo DiCaprio is obviously Gatsby. Um, Toby Maguire played Nick Carraway. Daisy Buchanan was played by Carrie Mulligan. Uh, Jordan, who is Daisy's friend, um, is played by Elizabeth Debicki. Debicki, I think. Debicki, I think, because it's an I, not an E. Whatever. And then Daisy's husband, Tom Buchanan, was played by Joel Edgerton. We said uh, Boz Lerman was the writer and the director. Yeah. It was produced by Warner Brothers, and one of the executive producers is Jay-Z. Yes. Which we'll find out later has a serious impact on this movie. Yes, it does. Uh, the budget for this movie was $105 million. Yep. And, and in the box office, they made $144 million. So, it, was, it did okay. It wasn't like a box office It made hit. a profit. Yeah, it made a profit, which is really what all movies are supposed to do. Yeah. So, it wasn't, you know, insanely good, but... Well, no, because, I mean, we bought this movie on Black Friday, so... That's about, what, six months later, and it was for $4 Yeah. DVD. <laughs> yeah, so that's, you know, it's all, it's what, it ended up in like the Walmart $5 bin where no. movies go to die. No, it was on sale for $4 for Black Friday. <laughs> it was at Target. All right, so next year it'll be in the $5 bin. Uh, it might take a month. <laughs> <laughs> so the great, the movie is based on the book. Yes. Which was written 100 years ago. Well, it's not actually 100, but it's pretty damn close. So, there are no spoilers in this. If you haven't read The Great Gatsby, first of all, you never went to high school. Or you are still in high school, in which case you really shouldn't be listening to podcasts. You should probably be doing homework. Yeah, do your damn homework. (laughs) Okay. Anyways. Um, So, basic plot of Gatsby, in case you, you know, are 12 and didn't read this book yet, is basically Nick Carraway is your your author, um, your narrator. And it's about his experience with uh, meeting Gatsby, for the most part, in Long Island. Because that's where this takes place. Yeah, in Long Island in uh, the 1920s. Yes, early 20s. Long story short, Daisy Buchanan is Nick Carraway's cousin. Basically, Nick meets Gatsby. Finds out that Gatsby has a crush on Daisy. The Most of the movie is about Gatsby and Daisy getting together. Or being together. Um, and then, for the most part, Tom, which is Daisy's husband, finding out about it. Now, um, just so we put this in the proper context, everyone in this movie, except for Nick, is obscenely rich. Yes, very, very rich. Nick lives in a little house between two giant mansions. Yes, and Gatsby's mansion is basically a castle. Yeah, he, uh, he like, brought his front gate in from a castle, didn't he? Yeah, from Normandy, (laughs) I think, I think they said. So yeah, Nick is the like the passive observer throughout the story, but uh, you see throughout the movie that he's also writing this story 
uh, because he had to go to rehab. Yeah, for alcoholism. Because uh, basically the end of the story depresses him so much that he becomes an alcoholic and he it's just a vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah, the basic plot is uh, Gatsby trying to get with Daisy, who he knew in the past and yes. loved her in the past. And he's trying to restore that relationship. But she's already married. But she's married to Tom and Tom's kind of a dick. Well, Tom is cheating on her. Yeah. And he's a racist. Yes. <laughs> but I think a lot of people were in the 20s. Yeah. And Tom doesn't like Gatsby from the beginning because he thinks Gatsby is quote unquote new money. Well, he is new money. Yeah, but he like... Because one side of Long Island is new money and the other side of Long Island is old money. And old money and new money don't like each other. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see. Daisy, Daisy and Gatsby have an affair. Mm-hmm. Then uh, Tom finds out about it. Well, Tom kind of finds out about it. Well, Tom decides to look into Gatsby. Yeah, once he doesn't he find out about him. the yeah. affair that way. And then, and then Nick is pulled into it, kind of, because it, it seems like Nick is just dragged into doing things. Well, Nick was the setup for Daisy and Gatsby getting back together, basically. He was the one who got them together, because Daisy didn't... He, Daisy must have known Gatsby was there, but didn't make a point to go try to see him. Yeah, probably, because you don't just, you know, you don't not know who lives in the giant castle across the across the bank. Well, you know? that, and because her best friend Jordan knew about it and made a point of, like, knew that that was Gatsby, had met Gatsby, had yeah. been to all of his parties before. So, Daisy knew. She just didn't go there. So, Nick set it up so that Daisy and Gatsby could, could meet again. And when they finally do meet, Gatsby is a total spaz about it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, fast forward, they love each other again, and... They have fair affairs. I mean, meanwhile, Tom, her husband, is obviously having another affair as well, which she knows about and so does everybody else because it was in the papers. Yeah. Um, so Daisy, you know, is in that conflicted status where she doesn't want to cheat on her husband because it's her husband, but at the same time he's cheating on her, so she doesn't really give a fuck and she loves Gatsby, so. Yeah, and when it gets to the confrontation point of the movie where Gatsby and Tom have it out, Gatsby is trying to force Daisy to tell Tom that she never loved him. Right. And Daisy can't admit to that, she says, because it's not true. And then Tom reveals uh, everything about Gatsby's past, which is, you know, he he's only rich because of the mob. And, and a few other lies that he told throughout the way. Yeah, and a few other lies that he told, but... We didn't go over the lies, which is why I'm not. Yeah. Telling out which lies they were. Well, the mob one, I guess, is the most important one. Yeah, because that's where he got his money, and that's one of the reasons Tom really doesn't like him, because not only is it new money, but it's dirty money. So then, for some, for some crazy reason, after the argument, uh, Tom tells Daisy to, to, to go home with... Or, Tom tells Gatsby to take Daisy home. Yes. For whatever crazy fucking reason he was thinking in his head. And they end up hitting... A woman in the street uh, who ends up being Tom's mistress. Yes. There's a big scandal about that. And everyone thinks Gatsby did it. Because it was his car. Because it was his car, yes. Um, but I, it's later revealed in the movie that Daisy does it. And Gatsby, Gatsby tries to stop it. But she's just so distraught when she's driving she just hits this lady. Yeah. And Gatsby totally just covered for Daisy because he loves her that much. Yeah. So he has no intention of telling anybody ever that it was Daisy. 
And uh, I guess the other the other main point to set up is that Tom consoles the uh, uh, the widowed husband, widower husband, uh, widower, widower. Okay, w- widower husband of his mistress. The husband didn't know that Tom was the one she was sleeping with. Right. He had an inkling of that she was sleeping around. And then he thought that she was sleeping around with whoever's car that was. Yeah, and then so Tom gives the husband. Uh, uh, the notion that Gatsby did it because it was his car, and he, and he tells uh, the husband where to find Gatsby. No, he doesn't tell him where to find Gatsby, but he doesn't tell him that it's not Gatsby sleeping with his wife. And that I guess he tells it's him it's not hard to yeah. find Gatsby. He's yeah. like the richest guy on the island. <laughs> not that difficult to find. So the husband, distraught as he was, got his pistol and marched his way to Gatsby's house. Yep, and murder suicide. Murder suicide, shoots Gatsby while Gatsby's swimming in his pool, and then shoots himself in the head. And that's pretty much the end of the movie. I mean, then Nick throws a funeral that no one attends. Yep. And uh, the whole the whole premise of the movie, I guess, is Nick's, and maybe the book. I, I don't remember enough about the book to say this, but the movie is based on Nick's hero worship of Gatsby. Right. And that Gatsby is his great guy despite all his ridiculous flaws. And that, you know, uh, the, that he is dead is completely disheartening to Nick. Well, yeah, and Nick is, you know, that they're all, all of his so-called friends are just materialistic assholes who didn't care about him at all. They just wanted to go to his parties. Yeah. And no, yeah, no one shows up to Gatsby's funeral. So it's just like, and then you see Nick later in the movie, like, fuck this whole city fuck everyone in it they're all just materialistic assholes and you see him like stumbling through the streets of new york all drunk and scruffy yep (laughs) and that's pretty much where the movie ends and the movie ends with him finishing his book yep so what did you think of the movie it was okay that's it it could have been better (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i mean it had its flaws one of the major flaws, in my opinion, was just the director's take on the book. Boz Lerman, I think we discussed this, was trying to basically show the comparison between the 1920s materialistic life and today. But I don't think it was done well. Yeah, it was... And I didn't get that impression. By watching the movie, I had no idea that that's what he was going for. If I had, If I knew nothing about the book... And nothing about Boz Lerman. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have watched the movie, and I would have seen uh, a glorified version of 1920s New York. It's kind of like the movie A Knight's Tale, where there's rock music playing during a joust. Like that's that's an anachronism that shouldn't be. Right. Because you shouldn't be playing Queen while two knights on horseback are jousting. That's just wrong. And and this is 1920s New York City. With rap over it. 2010 and later rap. Yeah. Well, like, it's it's new rap. And Beyonce. There was and some Beyonce, Beyonce in there. There was Beyonce. <laughs> because, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce hit it. That was the most unsettling part for me, is that everything was tr- everything was stylized to be modern, but at the same time, all the sets, all the costumes... Well, most of the costumes. Well, that's what I'm saying. Everything wasn't stylized to be modern. Yeah. The only thing that was styled to be modern was the music. 
and some of the some of the effects of like the parties and stuff. Yeah, were more modernistic. Yeah, a little bit, but I mean, for the most part, the whole movie was trying to be twenties. Yeah, and well, I think that if he was looking for the link between the twenties Great Gatsby historical story and now, it would have done better to put the whole thing in modern day. Just to just to set the whole movie in two thousand thirteen. Yeah. And just have it be Gatsby as some ridiculous gajillionaire. Yeah, exactly. Who's like in either a penthouse or a ridiculous mansion. God the hell knows what. Maybe he owns a fucking hotel and lives in the <laughs> whole hotel. Whatever. But like that would have done more to show the link there than yeah. just everything's going to be the same as the book except we're going to throw a little bit more flash in there, more modern flash and some rap. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. And you could. The whole story would translate to modern day. Gatsby could still be tied to the mob. The mob still exists. Yep. Um, he could be a drug lord, basically. Instead yeah. of selling... He ended up being selling um, liquor yeah. in, in Gatsby because it was per- prohibition. But yeah. you could do the same thing with drugs now. Yeah, instead of Leonardo DiCaprio, it could have been Al Pacino. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's Scarface. That's what it is. This is Scarface, but poorly done. Yeah. <laughs> And, and less guns. And there's still there's still like a big old money versus new money thing now. Yeah. Because uh, all the people that have inherited their money through generation and generation and generation are a little more hoity-toity about it. Yeah, they're a little more hoity-toity, and they don't like this these new people getting rich. Exactly. So it completely could have worked, and you still could have had the romance thing happening, and it would have worked out, and that would have been a better. You just call it the Great Gatsby, have all the same characters, the same plot line, just different roles in current day like different positions and everything and yeah nick could still be an aspiring writer who sells bonds it could be the same damn thing yeah he could, and it he would could work be like better. a like a just starting out stockbroker or something exactly yeah. works the floor of wall street and whatnot and it would have worked fine like it would have been a better portrayal of how the 20s are just like now yeah and they could have said like daisy could have been this like New York City floozy that they have that, that it happens now like a like a Paris Hilton type person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that would have worked. And I think that instead what Boz Lerman was trying to do was just really poorly executed. Yeah, I mean he was he was trying to take the story of Great Gatsby and like throw a splash of rap on it. Like just just in random places, like there's this one scene where there's rap going on, or Beyonce, or whatever, and there's like a jazz trumpet playing in the background. You can see the guy playing the jazz trumpet on like a staircase in New York City, and then there's Beyonce over it, and you're like, "What the hell is going on? What am I listening to?" Yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, besides the music, though, um, I know about. I'm pretty sure you had the same opinion, but the effects of the movie as a whole were pretty poorly done and it I thought it brought down the quality of the movie overall. Yeah, it looks like the editors got bored and decided to use effects on their like Adobe Premiere software and just start throwing things up on the screen like lens flares and like papers flying in and uh, all sorts of crazy bullshit that the movie really didn't need. Well, that, and they seemed to put, like, they, it seemed like they took cheap ways out. Instead of making an effect through the scene array that you have, like, and, and the, uh, 
the set that you have and everything, instead of doing that and making it quality, they just put like a filter over the camera lens while they did it. Yeah, that was one of the, that was, uh, what was the place? Ash Valley. Yes. Had a very like gray filter over it. Yeah, exactly. And they could have just, it could have been shot in clear images, but if you did a little bit more to the set and made it look dingy and dirty, it would have had the same effect, but look more authentic. Also, that that part has entire discontinuity to the movie. Yes, yes it does. Ash Valley seems like a land of itself. It looks like it's a desert full of coal. Yeah. That's what it looks like. It, I mean, I know it's stylized to be that way, but it looks like that it's completely separate from the rest of the places they visit. Which makes no sense. Yeah, it's... It, because if, the places they visit are Manhattan and Long Island. And Ash Valley is supposed to be in between those two. So it's Queens. Yeah. So, what... They, they don't see the dirty queens from their mansions on Long Island? Apparently not. Or like... They you... put in like a little green screen next to their <laughs> mansions and they look at whatever the hell they want. Like they put you... in pictures of unicorns, for God's sake. Like, we see all these skyline shots of like, uh, of the mansions on Long Island and we see a few shots of, of Manhattan and there's no like smoke in the distance. Nope. There's no gray ashy part over there. There's not even a cloud in the sky. Yeah, it's like... It's like Ash Valley is like dirty, dank places in a separate dimension from New York City. Well, they put it in a bubble, you see. (laughs) You have to go inside the bubble to get to Ash Valley. It's completely just a polluted bubble. Oh, I see. So, like, New York City is like on a, like a different, it's like on a different area here. And you got like a bubble dome over, it's like the Simpsons movie. They just put a bubble dome over Over Ash Ash Valley. Valley. Yeah. But you still have to go into Ash Valley. Like, there's two areas that are kind of like, you know, the um, the flappy things that you go into when you go into, like, a meat parlor. <laughs> so you have to drive through the flappy things to get to Ash Valley, and then you drive out with the flappy things, and the flappy things keep the smoke inside the bubble. So when you leave Ash Valley through the bubble, do you have to, like, go through a car wash? Yeah. Because otherwise... Because your car has yeah. to be clean. Yeah. Otherwise, you can't go into Long Island. You can't go into Long Island with a dirty car. You can't be near those dirty pores and their sicknesses and whatever. Exactly. <laughs> Unless, you know, you're Tom and you want to fuck them. Yeah. By the way, they made the poor people look desperately poor. Yeah, they were pretty bad. Like, the, the husband and the mistress... Uh, uh, halfway through the movie, the husband said, I'm not feeling too well. And he looked like he was dying. Like he just, he was sweating all the time. He had like huge bags under his eyes. He looked so poor that he was going to drop dead at any second. Yeah. It looked like he had the plague. Exactly. It looked like they gave like everyone in Ash Valley the plague. Well, maybe they had the plague. That's why they had a bubble. (laughs) (laughs) To keep it all in. To keep it in. Uh, one of the parts uh, that was that was discouraging to me, and, and we, we, we mentioned this a few seconds ago, uh, the green screen. Yes. Oh boy, the green screen. Um, and we looked up uh, filming locations after we uh, saw the movie. And a good portion of the movie is actually filmed on location in Australia at certain mansions. Yeah. Uh, but. It doesn't look like it. It doesn't look like it. <laughs> it looks like it was all filmed on set. And when they're looking out at something, there's a green screen. Yeah. And a fake scenery behind them. And it's just awful. I don't know if the movie's just stylized to be that way. Or like the editing. Yeah, it could editing, have been the camera style that was shot of. Or like the editing effects are just that terrible. I don't know. It was really bad. Just the effects in whole just made the whole movie look cheap. And they used, I, I really have a pet peeve about this, but they used stock footage. 
in the movie several I know. times. I didn't know you had such a pet peeve about this until the last movie that we reviewed. You're like, oh my god, stock footage. Oh my god, stock footage. But it's like it was like World War One stock footage. You think they could have put Leonardo DiCaprio in a World One uniform for a few more seconds in the movie just to make it so they didn't have to spend money on buying footage. Listen, man. Then it would have had a $200 million budget and it wouldn't have made any money. <laughs> but they wouldn't have had to spend so much money on World War Two or World War One footage. I don't think they would have spent that much on World War One footage. And they also had like footage. Most of it's public domain now, isn't it? <laughs> Probably. Or they just bought it for like five bucks from the History Channel. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, that's, that, that's my only qualms with, like, the editing of the movie, is the music and, and the effects. Yeah. Now, acting-wise, it, it was okay. Acting, it wasn't terrible. The acting, it's, okay, so the acting portrayal themselves was well done. However, the direction that was given to the actors for their parts was awful. Yeah, I don't really know what Boz Lerman was thinking. Uh, did he tell... Toby Maguire to talk as slowly as he possibly could. And in a monotone? I think so. Because <laughs> it was bad. Did he tell... I, I wonder if he was like, okay, Toby, now I want you to talk like you're lecturing a class and it's six in the morning. Like, that's what he's doing. Doesn't Toby Maguire narrate like Spider-Man 1? Eh, bits and pieces. He's not like a narrator narrator. He opens the movie and he like closes it with like a Spider-Man quip. But it's not like entirely narrated by Toby Maguire. Oh, okay, never mind then. He he talks like he talks like Spider Man in the beginning of the movie saying, Oh, this is me, this is how I grew up, blah 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 and then he closes it with I'm Spider Man, but that's about it. Oh, alright. Never mind. But this, I, I believe this is Toby Maguire's first actual like I narrated this movie thing. Mm-hmm. So he might just be new at narrating. He's, he could be, but that's the role of a that's what the job of a director is to do. Yeah. Is to get your image portrayed how you want it portrayed from the actors. So clearly, for some godforsaken reason, Boz Lerman wanted Tobey Maguire to be monotone and slow speaking to where the point where the audience just gets bored. Yeah. Like, there was no emotion from Tobey Maguire as narrator, and I don't think it was his his fault. Yeah, he's, he's not a bad actor. No. I, I, liked, I liked Nick, but I didn't like... The narrator. Yes. Yeah, and I did. Nick was played well, and all the scenes that Nick was in, it was fine. It was believable. I wasn't bored. The problem was whenever they had the interim in scenes and they had him narrating, it just got really boring. Yeah. And you're like, all right, whatever. Just get on to the next part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, and my my other faux pas was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio as the Great Gatsby saying, um, I don't even remember Old it now. Sport. Old Sport. Yeah. Saying old sport. Yeah, it was that was pretty annoying too. Because, I mean, I, right. I know that that's what he's supposed to say. Because that's what he says in the book and blah, 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 blah. However, I always imagined it in the book being a lot more... I don't know, maybe cheery? Yeah, I guess. Cheery. It would have been a little bit easier to understand like it would have made more sense yeah if if there's like some sort of emotion in the inflection of old sport but he just said old sport old sport and you're like come on leonardo dicaprio i know i know you know how to act and once again i think that was from the director like i don't know it just kind of put a halt on whatever he was saying it was like they interrupted whatever he was saying put a stop in the voice footage that they had Inserted clip of old sport being said and then replayed footage. 
Like, you know that's that's a piece of Gatsby's character is that he says that fucking phrase all the time. Mm-hmm. But you just want to punch Leonardo DiCaprio when he says it because you're like, you no, stop it. Yeah, because he's like, what do you think, old sport? Uh, old sport? Like, you could just be like, what do you think, old sport? Like, it, <laughs> it can it can flow better. Leo, it can flow better. It's like it's like the director told him, anytime you say old sport, you have to pause for one beat. So, yes. Uh, sorry. Old sport. Like, that's what he had to do. <laughs> it's like he, it was It was like the director wanted him to think about what he was going to call each person. <laughs> and so he had to think about it, even though every single person was going to be called old sport anyways. So so in his head, he was like, hey, uh, sorry about that, Nick. No, I don't want to call him Nick. Um, um, oh, old sport. <laughs> so, uh, that yeah, that was that was Leo. I didn't have any problems with the rest of the acting. Uh, the guy who played Tom and the chick who played Daisy were pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that that was fine. Um, they made their characters seem equally distasteful. <laughs> so, um, anything else about the movie? Um, just overall, I don't think that the movie, in my opinion at least, I didn't think that the movie as a whole portrayed the the nineteen twenties as well as it could have. Yeah, it could like it could have had uh, a certain feel to it that was uniquely nineteen twenties, and we could still uh, relate to it now. Mm-hmm. Like, it could have had that. Uh, I think it could have used less anachronisms and more style. Yeah. It could have had a big 1920s, this is the Roaring Twenties, you know, post-World War One thing going on. Bigger than it had and not be modern and we could still relate to it. Yeah. The Great Gatsby is a story that anybody can relate to. I mean, even if you put aside the money thing, everybody can relate to... Loving somebody and not feeling good enough. Yeah. or Everybody. Or regrets and stuff like that. Exactly. Like, every character's feelings, like, there's there's a character for everybody to relate to, I should say. Yeah. Uh, which which character do you relate to? Um, Are you a Daisy or a, or a Jordan? I don't have to just be a chick, you <laughs> sexist bastard. <laughs> I think I relate most to Nick. Oh, yeah, you're, you're the passive observer. I feel like I'm a passive observer. I don't. I wouldn't want to be in the flashy scene. I'd go along with whatever a friend of mine wanted to do for the most part. And if they needed help, I'd help them. And in the meantime, you're just kind of trying to get by. I don't know who I am. I I I, I would say Nick as well, but then we're both boring. You're boring. <laughs> you're boring. You're boring. <laughs> I don't have a monotone. You do. That's true, but all right, fine. I'm the narrator. Okay. <laughs> your Nick is the narrator. You're you're Toby Maguire, the character. I'm Toby Maguire, the narrator. You're boring. I don't know why I'm living with you. <laughs> At least I'm not a fly on the wall like you are. I get to actually tell things that are happening. I like to be on the fly on the wall. I get all the gossip as a fly on the wall. Nick has all the gossip. That's totally me. <laughs> Yeah, but see, I'm I'm like post depression, Nick. So I have to actually. You're just miserable. <laughs> no, I'm working on my problems. You're miserable. I'm working on my problems. <laughs> you're miserable, and you're reminiscing on a guy who you fucking love. At least I'm not currently in love with him. You have such a bromance going on with him; it's ridiculous. <laughs> so do you? Whatever. It, you don't. You haven't completely realized it yet. But when you do, let me tell you, <laughs> it is such a letdown because he loves someone else. <laughs> Listen, that person doesn't love him. It's okay. <laughs> uh, all Anyways. Right. So, so is the movie worth a dollar? It's it's worth a dollar. It's right. one of the better ones that we've seen. 
<laughs> well, yeah, because it's not a, it's not a rented movie from a kiosk. Exactly. Uh-huh. It could have been though. It is for rent at the kiosks, <laughs> so it could have been. We just bought it instead. Yeah, because it was four dollars at a Black Friday sale. Exactly. Uh, it wasn't I, bad, so it would worth be worth a dollar. Yeah, I would say it's worth a dollar. I don't know. I don't if, know if it's worth four. Yeah, <laughs> we might return it and say, yeah, I watched the movie and eh, not so much. <laughs> I think I want my money back. I mean, like, if you thought of it in the terms of rental kiosks, I, I wouldn't rent it four times, so it's not worth four dollars. It's worth a dollar. You go back, you go back to where'd you go? Where did we get it? Target? Yeah. We're going to buzz market Target for a second. I already did that. You go, you go back to Target and you say, uh, no, I didn't like it. I don't want to return it. <laughs> and they would have to be like, is there something wrong with it? Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> I, I can't. Yeah, but Target, you can't return DVDs that are open. You can only exchange them. Well, see, that's why. Because people would return them yeah, because they don't exactly. like the movie. <laughs> However, if you buy a movie at Christmas Tree Shop, they'll totally take it back. That's because they take everything back. I know. It's fantastic. You could bring something back that was, like, on fire. And they would be like, here's your receipt. Yep. <laughs> exactly. I'm telling you, it's what people do all the time. So, uh, what do we got to talk about in pop culture and or entertainment news? Nelson Mandela died today. That is completely out of timeline for when this is supposed to air. Um, you can't backdate the airing of this. Oh, I can't. That's true. <laughs> so we can talk about what happened today. I will right, we'll start that again. I'll edit that bit out. <laughs> you can't backdate it two days. <laughs> Listen, ago. I was still thinking it was supposed to be Sunday. <laughs> like I can't. I can't tell the future. <laughs> and the lottery numbers are five seven six and two good luck future people <laughs> you can't say that it didn't happen by the time this air I think I think we're gonna have to keep this. I think I think for uh, for hilarity's sake, I'm this is just gonna stay in here. So so yeah, Nelson Mandela died today. And I shouldn't be laughing about that. Or or if you're in the past, three days from now. Oh, we shouldn't be laughing about this. No, Nelson Mandela was. Was a great man who um, who passed away, and I didn't look at the news, so I don't actually know how he died. I, I, I know how he died. I, I looked it up because I do another podcast. Uh, speaking from the center radio, it's a political podcast. Um, uh, he died at the age of ninety five in his home. He died peacefully. Um, the, do they know why? Probably pneumonia. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just, just sick. Yeah, he was he was pretty sick for the last couple of months. He had pneumonia. Gotcha. So. Um, it's a sad day. Yeah, he was a uh, a political leader. He was the president of South Africa for a while. He was a huge activist. Yeah. Uh, huge activist. Even while he was in prison for, I think he was in prison for like 27, 27 years. Oh, I thought it was 15. It was 27. My bad. Um, but yeah, uh, Obama spoke about him. The Pope spoke about him. Oh, did he? Wow. Yeah. I missed a lot. Stupid night hours. Yeah, you and your night job. Yeah. That's okay. I got to do my night job tomorrow. Um, so yeah, Nelson Mandela died, um, and then, uh, Paul Walker here also died this week. Yes, we talked about that in the last show. Yeah. Because, so, you know, that wasn't in the future. Shut up. <laughs> um, also, Jacksonville Jaguars won today. 
The who? The NFL. Football? Thursday night game. Oh my god. Jacksonville won. Why do you know that? Because it was on at work. Oh god. <laughs> who do they play? Uh, Tennessee? Ten- the Titans? Yeah, how I'm bad's the Titans record? Pretty bad. Yeah, so it was the Titans. As bad as the Jaguars. Yeah, they were uh. both really bad records and the Jaguars <laughs> won. Um. It, was, it was an awful game. <laughs> You didn't miss anything if you didn't watch it. Wow. If you're a fan of the Jaguars or the Titans, I feel sorry for you. Let's see. Uh, there's no more news on, on Brian the dog. No, he's dead. Get over he's, it. Yeah, he's dead. Uh, Everyone's dead. That's it. Uh, the shows come back next week. Most of the shows. Yeah. Did we? I think American Horror Story came back this week, though. Yeah, they you did. You guys should watch that show. It's awesome. Actually, I've heard some. I've heard some mixed reviews about season three. Yeah, I know. That's because season one was awesome, and they can't get to that that's, awesomeness. That's what I keep hearing, is that season one is, like, the best season of anything it ever. It is! Season one is, like, God of American <laughs> Horror Story. And then season two was, like, meh. And Actually, they went a little too far. Season, I, I heard that, uh, now I, heard, I watch, a, I, I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and some of them deal in pop culture, and uh, people think that season two was good, not as good as season one because there was some stuff that was thrown in that sort of threw it off. Jump like the shark stuff. Yeah, like yeah. the aliens thing. Yeah, is, is they a went big too far peeve. there. Um, but, they have to choose one thing or the other. They can have a whole season on aliens if they really want to. I think it would suck, but you can't mix aliens and demons at the same time. But then I, I also heard from I also heard from the writers from their perspective, and the aliens were supposed to be like an open ended plot thread that you were supposed to like not uh, look too deeply into. Like, they were just supposed to be a plot device for things to happen. Like, they weren't supposed to be, oh my god, there's aliens everywhere. Just like the the uh, nun being uh, possessed. possessed by Satan. Well, was yeah, like and I didn't thing. look too far into it when I was watching it, but I just... Um, aliens, in my opinion, are stupid plots. They're stupid. I don't care about yeah. aliens. Like, it's not scary at all. I don't want it. But, uh, but season one, they didn't have those kinds of things, you know? Yeah. It was straightforward. It was terrifying at parts. Like, it was good. Yeah. And since then, I haven't felt that from season two or season three. Season three, I think, is better than season two, in my opinion. I like it more. I think season, I think season three has is, is gotten a little, like, silly. It's not as... Like, season one and season two were scary or creepy in their own respects. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel that from season three. I, I just think it's a it's a good story, but it's not scary. I'm not scared by any of it. I wasn't scared by anything in season two. Well, yeah, but season two is, is creepy because it's in a mental institution. But see, I don't get that because I don't find mental institutions creepy. Oh, you never heard of like a haunted mental institution? I have, and I would like to go to one. <laughs> There's one in Newtown we should go <laughs> on Halloween. Yeah. that would be awesome. It's slightly illegal to go there. Yeah, I know. Anyway... You can totally um, go. I also heard from the writer's perspective about season one. Yeah. And they wanted to keep it in universe in season one, but they could not, because they were using the same acting pool. Yeah. They couldn't do it because the characters would, the new characters would look like the old characters from the same universe and it would cause all sorts of discontinuity. What do you mean? Like, they, if they were going to do season two in the same universe as season one. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do it at the same place. Right. Because they couldn't, because the, the place is already haunted by a billion ghosts. Yeah. But they have the same acting pool, so if they set it in the same universe, 
you'd be like, oh, that's the character from season one. What's going on there? I mean, they could dress him up differently, but if it's still in-universe, it would just be weird having the same actors play different people I'm in the okay same with them doing different universes. I'm just thinking that they could have done it better. Yeah. Like, Ghosts in Haunted House is fucking creepy. Okay? Yeah. It's fucking creepy. Yeah. Possessed Nun in a scene Asylum isn't creepy. It's just weird. Well, one of the other things I heard was also, that... Also, Nazi trying to cut people open to feed some beast and uh, it's weird it's just weird i don't know what the hell's going on there one one of the other things i heard was the writers wrote season one in one sort of big writing Uh session but season two Mm -hmm. was written in pieces so that's why there's a little bit bit of choppiness going on but see that's the thing like with season three the witches i mean witches aren't scary Sorry, they're just not. They're not. It's an interesting story. I like the way that they're going with it, but it's not scary. And I started watching the show because it was going to be scary. And I love horror. And that's what I wanted. Yeah. So, uh, I think that's that's it. Yeah. We ranted enough. Yeah, we ranted enough about stuff. So, uh, follow us on the Facebooks at uh, facebook.com slash dollarfilmcritics. And you can send us an email if you like at uh, dollarfilmcritics at gmail.com. You can also find us on the Twitters at Dollar Critics, right? It's just Dollar Critics. Dollar Critics, because at- there's too many characters in Dollar Film Critics. <laughs> and, uh, and you can find us on iTunes now. We're on iTunes, full finally. Full length, finally. finally. We were on before, but, you know, 30 seconds. Now it's full length. Yeah, now, now we have the correct thing. And also we changed our podcast server to... Uh, podcastmachine.com so if you go on there and you type uh, dollar film critics into their search bar you'll find us yeah so listen to our other shows and we will be back with uh, another you know DVD rental kiosk movie next time in the future see you next time